Welcome to Well Articulated. Everybody, welcome back to Well Articulated, a dental podcast. Woo woo. Thank you so much woo woo. for listening Trying to hold today. So what we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about how PPE has kind of been changing over the last couple of months and how we're trying to kind of keep everybody safe, um, both patient as well as dental providers um, in the clinic while this whole pandemic is going on. And we're also going to connect it back to the AIDS epidemic back in the 80s, is that? Late or 80s, 90s? late 80s. Yeah. That kind of got us on track with infection control um, because before that, um, we really didn't wear any gloves or anything like that or masks or some eye protection at the time. But uh, since the advent of HIV and AIDS, um, it really put us on the board for good infection control. So that good historical fact there. Are yeah, so a historian. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Well, do you want to talk a little bit more day. about? <laughs> just, when, yeah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> did you want to talk a little bit more about like? Because you're you're the only one of us that had gone through that, I assume. No, right? I, or, they actually, I was in what high school? Were you? Oh, you, you were on that. <laughs> oh gosh, wow! Really I thought you. I thought you were saying that you were the historian. Oh here, yeah, that you were gonna be See, the one. I thought I you were the dinosaur. I guess. No. No. So, but your father went through it then. Yeah. Yeah, Did he much. talk much about that movement over or not really? You know, at that time and everything, everything was changing. Um, infection control, you know, everyone had a, a scare about it because HIV was unknown like the COVID is, you know, it was mm-hmm. very mysterious. Um, we didn't know exactly what what caused it at a certain time. And then when it developed over time, we found out the, the root causes of it. So um, we had to protect ourselves because obviously it's a bloodborne thing and uh, there's concerns with needles and blood pathogens and stuff like that. So um, we had to start protecting ourselves, our team members, our, our patients. So infection control is extremely important. We always talk about universal precautions. And we always have that concept in our head, universal precautions, because we want to protect ourselves and others around us when we're in the operatory or when we're working on patients. So that's a big thing we really tag into when we're talking infection control. So that's what kind of brought that on, because back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, it was very archaic. So we've grown immensely um, infection control-wise since then, and that's kind of what gave us an advantage um, when this COVID hit, um, because we kind of knew infection control uh, pretty well. And I feel as though we're good advocates to uh, share what infection control is all about and universal precautions and how we protect others. So you guys had a great topic with this. So what do you want to add on there? No, I mean, I, that's uh, you bring a good point at the end there about how I think we can be leaders, you know, and, and show other uh, professions like this is how you, you know, do proper uh, infection control because, you know, I know like specifically like the place I get my haircut now, they've obviously had to change a lot of different things and, and kind of adopt certain protocols that they've never really had to ever do. And so I think having, you know, if, if we have people doing stuff the correct way and it, you know, then I think that will help others too. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I think it's kind of funny that when we were students, you know, in preclinic, we would watch those old videos, like, teaching us the 
you know, standard procedures on, let's say, how to do like a root canal or something like that with an extracted tooth. And those videos are just so old that they're all just barehanded. And <laughs> even in preclinic, you're just like, oh my gosh, like, but it's funny to think how way back there 50s 60s like it was just so natural to be barehanded and now we're like definitely gloves like definitely eye protection definitely um full-on gowns to both protect like you and the patient well yeah and i always thought about whenever i thought about the uh the gloves i was always like yeah i don't want people to spit on my hands but then i realized that it's more for the patient probably at the end of the day than for yourself honestly i mean like there are some things like herpetic stuff that could get in like if you were um working on a patient you could get that on your hands and that could cause some adverse issues but honestly like i like patients don't want bare hands in their mouths either so it's like i think it's more for the gloves at least are more for the patient too but um i wanted to come back to dr prieto because you're working in a private office now yep oh my gosh guess what we forgot to do we forgot to introduce oh, dr prieto well, by the way everybody by on. the way sorry i got really really loud there because i'm super excited about this so dr prieto is actually a faculty at uic yep. we're introducing him in the middle of this podcast Perfect. Good job, Jordan. So, <laughs> Good job, Jordan. <laughs> terrible. So uh, he's going to be joining us now. He's going to be a regular on the show. Fantastic foursome. <laughs> yeah, so yes. uh, we just wanted to introduce him. Uh, we got a little story about how he got into dentistry as yep. well that will be coming up in a few weeks here, um, along with the rest of our stories. So uh, and I he's a beautiful to... fit for our group oh, because, yeah. you know... We... I thought you were just going to say I was beautiful, but... Yeah. Oh, oh, I was like, excuse uh, me, where, where was my compliment <laughs> way oh, back when? Oh, come on, Sam. <laughs> all right, all right. You always get those compliments. Come on. <laughs> but, yeah, he was a perfect fit because, you know, uh, these two wonderful student doctors, um, it's a great fit with me and them. And then, unfortunately, uh, Dr. Prieto, um, Gorenzo is my nickname <laughs> for him right now. But we're, we're probably going to switch that because Sam says it's too long of a nickname mm -hmm. but uh yeah he knows my nickname that I want. <laughs> with his past with uh you know he had graduate school in prosto mm -hmm. prosto is basically um what, what, explain yeah. prosto really quick are you gonna do prosto? the definition again oh god yeah. <laughs> so dentures implants yeah, just like re replacing missing teeth and yeah. you're know, restoring people's smiles just i mean just you know a little bit more in depth than some other things uh you know, the training as far as kind of more complex cases. But we but. still use the same infection control, right? Yep. Yeah. We're just using the same protocol with a specialty as compared to a GP, mm -hmm. you know, general mm -hmm. practitioner. We're still using the same standards of care in terms yep. of, you know, infection control protocols. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter you, even the orthodontist, you know. In any office, yeah. We're, we're, we're all in this together. We're all in this to protect our patients and protect our profession with this, too. Mm -hmm. So... Um, what else would we got? Yeah, no, so that's that kind of le leads me over into what I kind of wanted to ask you about because I know that you just kind of started up a new job or you're, yeah, I mean, it, like the last few you've months, been yeah. with them for a second here. So, uh, but you've seen some changes happening even mm -hmm. in that clinic. So do you want to kind of talk about the different changes that are happening there um, in order to, like I said, keep both you and the patient safe? Yeah, so I, some of the spe specific things that we've been doing and we talked about this a little before we started recording is the medical grade like filters, air purifiers, and we have uh, a smaller unit in each uh, 
operatory and then we have a really big one that's supposed to cover the whole office and that has I've um, I think made patients feel really safe and we had patients that even just have like you know asthma and certain things that notice that the air is a lot cleaner and so um, that already is you know adding another benefit on top of just kind of taking care of whatever virus could potentially be you know present mm-hmm. um, another thing that I hadn't heard of that we adopted was we have this like saline mister machine it's oh, like yeah. a, it's called a foggy machine so that machine. it kind of like brings the yeah. aerosol so down. after you, you kind of do your initial cleaning of the room getting rid of debris letting you know whatever type of disinfectant sit there for a few minutes and do its job we then use the fogging uh, thing it basically looks like a big leaf blower it's super loud too Our, like oh. assistants have to wear these like headphones to like so that you know that's um, awesome I want to do that it's kind of fun yeah <laughs> um, but yeah so it's just another layer to kind of you know take out whatever might be within the air there and so um, you know again I think that's built a lot of confidence with like the staff first, you know, because we had to kind of get everyone on board to, hey, we got to get, we're going to come back and try mm-hmm. to make this safe fire for everyone. And then also for the patients and then for the doctors too. And so um, the one thing, you know, what what we do is always evidence-based and we try to, you know, whether it's restorative procedures or infection control. And so it's, it's an evolving situation right now. And I'm sure it was back during the um, HIV and stuff like that too. And so you know, things might change still and we might adopt something new. We might find some things are not as effective or, you know, we might not need them. So, um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of things that we just got to try to like keep on top of that. And, you mm-hmm. know, there's people out there that are doing hard work trying to figure out, you know, other solutions to help, you know, make things safe for everyone. A yeah, big no, word that, um, you know, we're talking about with this, we're infection control, universal precautions, but the new word is mitigation. Mm-hmm. And this is a big thing you should talk about whatever professional office you go into. What is your mitigation process? Mitigation process is what are you doing to prevent the COVID virus from, from happening? So um, HEPA filters, we're talking about filter system. Uh, what was the other system we we're talking about? The, oh, the bipolar ionization. The bipolar yeah. ionization. I can't say that three times twice. <laughs> um, but, you know, things like that, these are mitigation purposes. So if you walk in a building and uh, you feel uncomfortable or something, ask what the mitigation protocol is. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's a new word in infection control ever since the COVID hit. That's why I've been hearing more and more. It's been a word we used in the past, but obviously we have to mitigate whatever's going on. Yeah, well, and kind of bouncing off of that idea, I think that's something that Dr. Prieto kind of touched on Mm -hmm. is patient uh, comfortability, too, Mm -hmm. because, you know, you need to make sure and and even staff comfortability, because when you say, okay, we're starting back up, I know that this pandemic's going on, but we're starting back up, you need to make sure that your whole staff understands what the mitigation Mm -hmm. techniques are, because even now, like, with patients at least patients will come in and they'll say what are you doing to make sure that like all the aerosols or well they won't use necessarily that word um but they'll say like to make sure that we're all safe mm-hmm. and you know we you as a student doctor you have to make sure that you know all the different things that we're doing we're doing the face shields we're doing the n95 masks or kn95s as well um and then we've got that bipolar ionization and they ask what is that and you have to know kind of a yeah. small little definition of it and i just kind of say we send electricity through the air and it causes things to blow up, essentially, like little anything that gets past the HEPA filters. Little, <laughs> little germs to like blow up, essentially, and, and that helps. So that wasn't the chemistry I was uh, 
Electrochemistry. <laughs> this is this is the chemistry mind going. Well, I also here. think uh-huh. going off of that. <laughs> is like, he right this time? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> going off of that, I think even when we're reassuring our patients that we're doing the correct things, we've set everything for infection control in place, that it's still like this is our normal. Mm-hmm. You know, like we've been doing this and we pred- hope to like carry on like it not we don't want to scare them in saying that this is like a drastic change Mm -hmm. like um along with reassuring them that we're all in full ppes like you should hand sanitize at Mm -hmm. every chance you get but that's completely normal yeah you know well and also something to kind of think about is Honestly, I don't think that people washed their hands enough before this. Yes, I completely agree on I that. I mean, like, <laughs> I I generally wash my hands, be, I mean, obviously, definitely between patients and then at the end of the day, but I didn't necessarily wash them probably as much as I should have even during procedures, um, and I've been really upping the amount of times that I'm washing my hands, mm-hmm. um, and it, you know, not necessarily out of, like, fear of anything or that anything's wrong but out of the idea of honestly this is probably where I should have been at before this and I should probably continue this um new trend of washing my hands more often for the future and then we also have like she said the uh hand sanitizer stations all over the place and I just walk by I always like grab some wash it on my hands and like leave it there you have to have it for like about this is a little fact for um any alcohol base to kill COVID, you have to have it on your hands for at least 20 seconds. I've read up to like 40 seconds to a minute too. Hmm. So if it's like dry after 10 seconds, make sure that you put a little bit more on because you want to make sure that that kills any of the germs and bacteria that are on your uh, on your hands. So little fact. Jordan's hands aren't sweaty, they just have a lot of hand sanitizer. My, yeah. <laughs> my hands are sweaty and have hand sanitizer actually. Just so. a clarification. <laughs> But nobody will know that because nobody is shaking your hand. Right. right exactly. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Elbow bumps. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, the, the goal is still the same, right? Like you were saying, like we're still trying to achieve infection control. It's just we had to do a few different things here. So, you know, for us, it's not anything to like scare people or, you know, it's just, uh, you know, we still have that same common goal. Yeah, we so, have the oddity, though. We're within that six-foot parameter, you mm-hmm. know. We're, yeah. we're within. We're within that social distancing, and we've always been there. So... You know, we really have to be careful. We're healthy, you know, protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And we definitely don't want to do anything to anyone else. So, yeah. and that's always been my concern ever since I started dental school. Is like, yeah, get the gloves, get the mask, get mm-hmm. the eye protection. You know, I wish I wore loops. Unfortunately, I didn't the first decade. Um, <laughs> and if any student doctors are listening, please wear your loops because posture. You know how I am on that. I kick chairs sometimes. But, always. Yeah. Always. Come always. On. Whenever, whenever you always find me. When I walk by, or, so you're getting better. <laughs> <laughs> or you hear, hear that growl from across the clinic. Oh, and yeah. then you're like, oh, crap. Yep. I, I, I hear Dr. Up. Krob and I go, oh, nope, yep. nope. And I make yeah, sure I tuck shoulder. my elbows in and everything. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little dinosaur. Scares me. Mm-hmm. Scares me. I no. hear him. <laughs> it's, just, it's just tough love. Oh, Come yeah. On. No, I like it. It's good. It's good stuff. Oh, man. All right. So do we have anything else to add? I know we've kind of talked about this a lot, um, even within our own kind of like circle here before we started recording. Um, I think we kind of hit on everything. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's a true concern for our profession. Obviously, you know, we've mm-hmm. been really deep in depth and w- deep with this um, ever since it started. So um, we, we definitely developed a good protocol, and uh, we feel pretty safe doing what we're doing. So um, once again, dentistry, great profession, and um, I think we're gonna we're gonna take care of this. And dental disease is really important to take care of, especially with the COVID era, um, yep. because with um, infections. Uh, if we have any dental infections, it could hurt the whole body and reduce the immune system. So that's a real concern for us because we have to get the dental decay out. We have to get dental infection out, any pathology, any bad stuff, because if their immune system drops, then they're more at risk for the COVID too. Yeah. So that's a big concern for us as professionals is making sure we have good dental health um, throughout our society, our population. Absolutely. And I think that we might talk a little bit more about that in a later episode too sure so uh cool Sounds everybody uh thank you so much for listening today uh brush your teeth brush your teeth floss stay safe probably wash your hands you know be more good than to Jordan. each other yeah <laughs> what do you drink after sweets agua wow water Thank you so much for listening, guys. Keep on listening if you like it. Go ahead and like us on Facebook and subscribe to this podcast if you're enjoying our content. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye. Hey, all Dr. Caraba here, a.k.a. The Beast from Well Articulated Podcast. Thank you so much for listening and enjoying today's podcast. If you enjoyed this cast and would like to help us grow, uh, follow and subscribe. We will be uh, releasing podcasts every Sunday, um, new episodes. So we would like to do um, throughout the week potentially. So it depends on how many are you listening and how, how quickly we can create and grow this. So thank you very much for joining us. And uh, remember to brush those teeth floss those teeth and what do we drink after sweets we drink that water so thank you very much our podcast well articulated is a creation developed by professionals dentists and student dentists this is an opinion-based podcast for those interested in dental and general health issues with storytelling and fun facts in between this disclaimer covers the following entities chicago dental society Illinois State Dental Society, University of Illinois Chicago College of Dentistry, Midwestern University School of Dentistry, and American